Podcast episode 58. We're back. Welcome back. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Tyler. I'm Mike. Welcome, episode 58. Uh, right after game two, the finals. So, uh, you want to get right into it, man? Yeah, man. Uh, let's talk about game one first. Okay. Uh, I I was pleasantly surprised with what I saw from the Raptors. Agreed. Uh, now I I knew Siakam had the game of his life. I wasn't over analyzing, thinking, you know, <laughs> he was gonna get Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, he was phenomenal. And a lot yeah. of that came from, especially in the first half, a lot of that came from the Raptors just playing good basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know once he got comfortable he started I which was I knew the Raptors were gonna win once he started isoing on Draymond right I was like dude you got Siakam out here literally sizing him up giving him a little little dream shake action right yeah it's not looking defense, good defensive player of the year Draymond right, right. <laughs> yeah it was, obviously there's a problem uh, but yeah, man, the Raptors just looked better. They looked, um, they looked like a much better defensive team. They look like guys know what they do, and I've talked about it before with them. But mm-hmm. a lot of the when they play well, people like guys don't force shots, right? You know what I mean? You like once Siakam is nine for nine or nine for ten or whatever he was at one point. I understand why he's isoing. He's having the game of his life. Right. You know, I understand at that point, everybody was playing so well. Gasol had a bunch of shots. Van Fleet was sensational. Uh, even Ibaka had made some shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kawhi didn't even need to do anything. Right. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> we talked about it together. Uh Kawhi isn't carrying these Raptors. He definitely nope. wasn't the first game. Um, and Warriors' defense was just atrocious that first game. I mean, the open threes that Toronto had, I mean, if they made all the open threes that they missed, they probably would have won by 30. Right. I mean, they had so many open shots. And um, the rotations just weren't good. The pick and rolls, they were getting caught on the pick and rolls. Um yeah, man, Toronto just, they took care of business first game. I sure. thought the Warriors made a lot of, like, boneheaded mistakes, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Curry had a number of terrible turnovers. Klay uh, Thompson was just throwing up, I couldn't tell you what kind of shots. Right. Like, 
I understand he's, you know, a phenomenal shooter. But, dude, you can't just fucking throw up whatever you, like, the, as soon as you touch the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm never going to assume that's a good shot. And he makes some of those. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to just take those shots, like, I think he took eight shots in the first quarter and made maybe one. Yeah, he was overly aggressive. Yeah. Sure. And then Draymond was just, he he wasn't himself defensively, it seemed like. He wasn't very composed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously Cousins was non-existent. The bench was barely existent. <laughs> right. They almost wasted time even playing Cousins the first game. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but game two is the is the big game that there's a lot to discuss. Yeah, un- unfairly, because, uh, you know, it's the most recent game for the podcast, but... Yeah. I would I would argue that the first game was a bigger game, but obviously losing at home is always a big deal in the playoffs. Uh, first, you know, first observation, what'd you see? Um, Kawhi's stats were very deceptive. Uh huh. Kawhi had the like when you when your hatred not hatred because that's not the right word, but when your criticism of him. Uh, is that it's like most valid mm-hmm. was game two, <laughs> right? Because none of the shots he re- like, I mean, you know, he made a couple of tough and ones and and some nice finishes. I'm not saying he was awful, mm-hmm. but none of his shots really mattered. No, they didn't. And none of his rebounds really mattered. And most of his and ones were completely bogus. <laughs> he did get a. And one of the things that you've criticized him for is that his free throws inflate his numbers. Right. And, man, that was on full display in game two. Yeah. I mean, I give him credit for hitting the free throws, and he made a couple clutch ones at one point. Yeah. To, like, really almost bring them back. But, uh, yeah, man, he he wasn't – his stats make it seem like he was carrying them, Mm -hmm. and he wasn't. Right. Um. It oh. did. It did make it seem like with the stats, the one and one he got when Steph like need him in the back of the leg by accident. Yeah. Under the basket, and then the next time, next and one, he didn't get touched at all. It just looked like he got touched behind him. I mean, those two were really ridiculous. A lot of times, Ka- Kawhi just runs somebody over and gets a foul. He's really good at like. He uses his forearm, but he doesn't extend it. No, he doesn't. Cause he he'll he'll level somebody, and it really isn't a foul. I mean, he really dude, can't call anything. He basically took Looney out the game. <laughs> right. He might have took Looney out the series. Right. And Looney was playing well too. Right. He was, now, yeah. if Looney misses, you know, I, I mean, I'm not gonna. The series is not gonna be decided by his absence. Yeah, but it's not, not the, way, the Warriors do not want to play Jordan Bell again. No, nah, but I mean the way Bogut played last night. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I'm cool. See you, Looney. Get some rest. Get healthy. <laughs> yeah, Bogut. You know, Bogut <clears throat> came in and did his thing. I'm surprised sure. they've waited this long to bring Bogut out. I don't know what they were doing first. The rotations were so much better this second game. They were almost 
they were close to flawless with their rotations for the guys they had and for the health. I thought they really did a good job of, um, like, when they were playing well, they found moments to stick in Livingston and and Cook and Jarebko even. Mm -hmm. And, like, they would go a couple minutes with, like, two of those guys, which is never a good idea. Right. But because they were playing well and they just kind of, Stuck them in with whoever was kind of creating the offense at that point. Mm-hmm. And Cousins did a great job of getting, especially Livingston going. Uh, yeah. He got he got Clay a number of those back doors in the third quarter uh, that yep. really broke the game open at one point. C- Cousins showed that, you know, we talked about um, Kawhi and Paul George and LeBron before where, you know, you... It's hard to differentiate, like, who does what a lot better than someone else. Yeah. Like, between those three. Like, Cousins showed that no one really does anything a lot better than him at at his position. I mean, there's Jokic, who's an amazing passer. But the way Cousins passed last night, if he passed like that every night, you would be saying, people would be saying he's one of the best passing big men in the league, easily. Yeah. Obviously, he doesn't play enough. I mean, first three he took was cash. Great shot. I mean, he's a good shooter. If Cousins can play at the level he played last night, uh, they're going to be tough to beat. He also did a really good job rebounding. He made them look big. And and the Warriors don't look big very often. (laughs) He got momentum rebounds, too. Like, like in crunch time, his rebounds were really important. Like, he, he had a number of plays where he was in the right position or he kept, like, Lowry off an offensive rebound or, or like, one of the guards or even Ibaka at, at some points. And he was the only one because they were getting killed on offensive rebounds for yeah. the most part. It, well, when it mattered. Because that one play in the fourth quarter yeah, where they when, had, like... when Danny Green ended up hitting the shot. Yeah, they had five shots on yeah. one possession. That's ridiculous. And Cousins was, like, the only one in the paint that whole play. Um, yeah, man, the Warriors, they looked they looked really good. Steph didn't even play in the first half, pretty much. Um, Clay played good in the first half, but... Yeah, I'm curious to see what's going on with his, with his injury. Clay's? Yeah, because hamstrings, like, even if he plays, that shit is going to bother him. Yeah, it is, yeah. Hamstrings are fucking nagging yeah but he seemed pretty i mean he had ice on it but he was walking good after the game with ice on it yeah i mean they would have we would have known if it was a tear or something so it's clearly like at most a strain of some kind he wouldn't have been up at all if it was something really serious um yeah it probably is a strain or something like that so we'll see you think durant's coming back at all I, you know, I wouldn't if I was him. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine this series? You know, because the Raptors, it's not. We thought it was. It could be a quick series. Yeah. These first two games showed me that this could go seven easily. It could, yeah. Um, but can you imagine the pressure if it's two two? Or maybe if they go down 3-2 and he comes back and they get spanked with him. <laughs> Which is likely, unfortunately. Right. 
Yeah. Like, dude, that is... You think he's getting a lot of shit now because, like, oh, they don't need him. Like, dude, everybody knew they didn't need him. Right. <laughs> that was the first thing people said when he got there. Right. But now, like, they actually need you and you, you're not there. Like, it's easy to average 35 when Richard Jefferson's guarding you and Iman Shumpert's guarding you. Right. But can you really carry your team out of a tough spot? And Durant hasn't proven to do that. No, he hasn't. Like, this is the ultimate adversity for him. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So. Well, um, what do you think about Steph? He said, did he have, like, dehydration issues or? Dude, I don't, yeah, I saw that. But once he started turning up, because he really picked it up, like, late in the second quarter. Yeah. And once he hit some shots, he immediately started moving faster, being more aggressive. Yeah. And looking well-rested. So I'm like, dude, I, I think he was just shooting poorly, honestly. Like, maybe he's not feeling 100%, but mm-hmm. Kawhi limps every fucking game. Yeah, he does. So yeah. it's like, I'm not giving you a pass because you're not feeling well. Like, how many guys don't feel well throughout the playoffs? We didn't, no one gave Embiid a pass. For right. That. I was fucking shitting on him the whole time. Right, yeah. And I was getting ready to shit on Curry if they had lost. Or if he played bad the whole game, and that still ended up with a good game. Um, yeah, man, I just... You think Draymond can average a triple-double in the finals? I mean, he could. You think he will? Because they ignore him so much. I'm, I'd be shocked if he doesn't average at least 10 to 15 points. Right. And yeah, man, he he like the way they play offense, he gets those bullet passes off the pin downs and and clay and steph could just rise up and if durant comes back that's another like five assists <laughs> maybe because you know how durant plays he likes well you know ice. assuming he's not just fucking isoing in the mid post mm-hmm. but um let's get back to the raptors so like you said my criticism of Kawhi shows up in these games like this one um Kawhi takes a long time to get a shot off sometimes on possessions. Yeah. And it's not that, it's not that like I think he's getting locked up, but it's just, I don't know why he takes that long, but he looks for a specific shot or, you know, his, his dribble moves aren't like, he doesn't have, he's not even top tier in dribble ball handling to get open you know he he kind of just gets to spots where he like he likes to shoot the ball Mm -hmm. and and, i mean i'll give him some credit he had some some nice threes yeah he did the one where uh what's it called what's his cheeky boy's name mckinney fouled him yeah pretty much fouled him and he just like kept his uh follow through and made it mckinney is really the only warrior that still played bad last night Mm, in my opinion yeah he was playing for the raptors but yeah, you're right. That was a that was a big shot, tough um, shot. But yeah, man. Besides that, like, I don't know. This could just be the Warriors, honestly. But like Kawhi, throughout the playoffs, was kind of getting. He was getting by people, even you know bigger guys. He was getting by people, smaller guys. He was bullying. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the Warriors playing good defense or if him if he's really like the injury starting to get to him. But he's really having trouble, like, getting by people. Well, the thing is, they're not running as um, 
as intricate of plays as, as they have run in the last couple of series. Right. I agree. But with now that. it's just Kawhi in the corner and he comes off a screen and he gets the ball. But against um who was it? Philly. No, not Philly. Um against Milwaukee, it was like three or four screens before Kawhi got the ball sometimes. Yeah. Um so I think that's one thing. And plus there's no mismatch for him for um I mean there's some but the specific guys guarding him, Iguodala and Draymond, they're not, they're not mismatches for right. Kawhi. And but he's also like that's the thing. He's not just doing. He's not really scoring on Steph and Clay as much as I would expect him to. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not, dude. He had trouble in game one. He couldn't really get by Looney on a number of plays. Yeah, it might be the team defense. Cause, I don't think it's the injury though, because. No, he claimed he was injured last series, and he did fine blowing past uh, Middleton all the series. Right. <laughs> yeah. And he always, like, I hate that he'll limp, but he'll rise up and dunk it when you have to dunk, otherwise it gets blocked. Right. He easily could just lay it up. Right. If he's in pain, yeah. But I think the Warriors are really great, and with we've seen this for a number of years with LeBron. Like, you can't just pick them apart with a like with one player trying to dominate right you can't because they just there's too many good perimeter defenders and and there was plays in that third quarter where i was like damn dude when they're when they're on track on the defense when they're rotating mm-hmm. you know draymond's everywhere you got curry coming up with big steals yep uh they're fucking they're good man and i, I would I'd be willing to wager they're one of the hardest teams to run a play against too, because the switches don't really matter that that much. You know, Steph yeah. is probably the only real bad switch on a screen, off ball screen. Um, everyone else is pretty decent. Clay, all defense. Everyone else is all defense worthy. Um, so I think that hurts the Raptors too because they are a play running team. They don't yeah. really have any one-on-one threats. Not really. Kawhi is the best one, and if Siakam's on fire, he can do it. But, you know, they're not going to beat you playing one-on-one the whole game. Right. Um, So I think that helps the Warriors, too. And the thing is, the Warriors really didn't play great, either. Um, they played great for one quarter, but they didn't play great the whole game. It, it wasn't even the whole quarter, honestly. It was just, like, the first seven, eight minutes of the third quarter. Right, so that was the biggest difference in the game because they went from a five-point game, five-point deficit to like a fourteen-point lead. Right, it was twenty-one to one run, and it was frustrating because it's not like they were killing them from three. They were just getting buckets. Yeah, like Clay was getting a bunch of cuts, and Cousins was just feeding him. And it's like, dude, you know the Warriors post up just so they could run guys off of like pin downs and shit. Yeah, well, the thing is, cousins, you can't, you can't cheat on cousins. I think that yeah, really changes point. everything. Because Bell and Looney, ignore one foot in the paint, and you're good. You're playing great D. You I know, got, the, yeah, no, I agree. And cousins, when cousins caught it up, you know, high post, Gasol had to be on him, or else, you know. At one time, he shook Gasol so bad he didn't score it. But he did like a double inside out and Gasol was like gone. Mm-hmm. Remember that? It's those kind of things that disrupts the whole defense and gets people open. That That's what Cousins can do. Him just so. being a threat 
makes yeah. a huge difference. And and the other thing I noticed from him is he had a lot more activity on defense from game one to two. Oh, yeah, he is. Like, in game he one, did. man, they were picking on him in the few minutes that he was out there. And I'm like, God damn, he's, like, looking at him coming back from all these injuries, like, damn, he looks fucking slow. But uh, in game two, man, he was doing a good job of staying in front of people. Right. Didn't make too many. He, he kind of got in foul trouble, but it was just kind of tough calls. It wasn't him just, you know, playing really stupid or, or like, just dumb physical. Unlike a fucking Raptors point guard. <laughs> yeah. Once he fouled out, I knew the game was over. It was dude, he fouled out in, like, he's a fucking rookie, man. Like, dude, you know I hate the the when the veterans make dumbass plays. Yeah. But please, like, Larry's been in the league since what oh five. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> but that's fourteen years. And he fouled out with like six minutes left. Dude, and like, how do you not? How do you think to yourself, I have five fouls. We're actually fighting back into this game. My team needs me. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna run it when after Cousins grabs the ball and holds the ball nice and strong like a big man should. I'm gonna run in there like a fucking backup scrub and try to poke it away. Right. Just dude, 14 years of experience and you you don't know not to fucking do that. Right. I dude, after I saw, I'm like, this is literally this play is why I never liked him. <laughs> right yeah because like he he started picking it up too like in the fourth quarter i think he had a three at one point before that uh like he made some good plays he's still doing a good job taking charges and then you know stealing the ball from guys but like yeah. you gotta be smarter man like they need you they needed him yeah, and the reason why i knew it was over when he fought out was because he's the leader on the team right he's the only leader when when DeRozan was there, and this is one thing that they lost, losing DeRozan, it was like a co-captain thing on the team. Yeah. And now it's just Lowry is the leader. And when if Lowry is taken out of the game in the way he was last night, I mean, you know, the team is going to have a hard time. They could still win, but I don't think they could beat the Warriors without Lowry. At least in the uh, in the game, in some way, he doesn't have to be playing good, but being there, because you know, Kawhi doesn't even talk to people. Right. Really talks to his teammates, and um, Lowry has that fire. Even if he's playing bad, he he ha- has those momentum plays, a dive, loose balls. Even if it is a hard foul, he does something that changes yeah. momentum. Yeah, man. Like I don't mind. You know, I've gotten on him for missing shots, but like he does play great defense. He does do a good job moving the ball, mm-hmm. and I trust him. You know, in if you give him enough open shots, I trust him to make it. Yeah. Yep. But like, dude, the dumb plays. Like you're, you can't do that, especially as the leader. Mm-hmm. I mean, Van Fleet was looking like the fucking leader out there. At one point, just making insane layups and just locking the fuck up, like it frustrated me, man. No, I'm, I feel you. Cause, cause, like now, the Raptors got to go to Oracle for two games. 
Mm-hmm. And when your leader doesn't know when he has five fouls, like, you really think it's going to get better at Oracle? And that last foul was really, really dumb. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, you cannot a random do slap. That. He could have at least just poked it, but just slap Cousins in the hand. Like, and it's crazy. They showed the replay, and, like, it's an obvious foul. Right. And he's got that, like, Kendrick Perkins, like, what the fuck are you calling that for? Like, <laughs> dude, you fouled the shit out of him. Yeah, right. Just because he didn't lose the ball doesn't mean you didn't hit him on the arm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's crazy because they're, they're getting, like, peak Van Fleet. Uh, I thought Ibaka actually was active on the boards. Yeah, that's it, though. But, yeah, he was. It just Powell, like, dude. This you, time Powell had a momentum dunk instead of three. That was a nasty dunk. And it was like right on a run too, like usual. That's yeah. When he, yep. He must. They must put him in the game when they think they're going on a run, because maybe that's his game. Yeah. When they limit how many like, when they limit him creating plays, when he's just a a shooter or a finisher, mm-hmm. that's when he's a solid player. Yeah, or a leaker. He leaks really yeah. well. He's a yeah. competitive defender, so like you—that's already a solid foundation. He shouldn't take more than three dribbles per play. Exactly, sure. I agree yeah. with that. If he needs more than three dribbles, he needs to give it up. All what, right, what'd you think of Iguodala hitting the shot though to seal it? Um, I'm not surprised. He's a clutch guy, right? The thing, you know, I know a lot of people were criticizing. That he's the guy who took it, but if he's open, that's how the Warriors play. Exactly. It didn't matter who, if Cook was open, he would have taken that shot. Yeah. That's how, and he took the one right before that for some reason. That shot wasn't a good shot, but if Cook was that open, if <laughs> everyone but McKinney was that open, they should have taken that shot because that's just how they play. Yep. I've we've seen um, you know we've seen guys like David West take big. Long Mo- jump shots. Most spades. Spades for sure. Yeah. Um. You know. There's been a lot of times where guys who weren't the stars, weren't starters, take big shots. To- I was talking about it with a friend of mine. Like, dude, the Warriors actually extended a lot of players' careers. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. like San Antonio type shit in terms of they just get these cheeky vets who couldn't play anywhere else. Yeah, well, the thing is, they limit how much they need to do. Like exactly, you said, right. About Powell, that's what they do, yeah. yeah. Swaggy P. Barbosa, Spates, like, dude, they couldn't even play after leaving the Warriors. Spates was a bucket on the Warriors. He was Mo Buckets, then he left, and you never heard from him again. And he chose to leave, scrub. He was on the, uh, I think he went to the Clippers originally. He was... He was on the Clippers first, I think, right? Okay. Because oh, okay. he, he was on Orlando for, at one point for some reason. I don't know how he got there, but I think that was after he left. Um, That's rough. That was when Orlando was just giving anyone who wanted money, money. <laughs> <laughs> what What's the um uh the big guy from Toronto? <laughs> what's his name again? Uh, Valentunas? No, the African dude. Oh, fucking... Orlando hit him off for like his career. Dude, I don't even remember his name, honestly. 
He was fired for the Raptors that one year, though. He had one good playoff series, and then the um, Magic signed him for like a mid-level deal. Yeah, I mean. Anyway, we we kind of finished this uh, this game talk quick. So, you got any other sports to talk about? Anything um, else in the league? Curious with this Kawhi apparently filing a lawsuit against Nike. Oh, Biombo, that was his name. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Scrub. Yeah, yeah, I, I I heard about the Kawhi lawsuit deal. Um, it's for the claw, right? Yeah. The Nike patent the claw name and the logo. Mm-hmm. But he wants it for his sketch, not Skechers, <laughs> New Balance. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, but yeah, I mean, he, he's he's trying with this New Balance shit. No one is gonna hop on the New Balance. Dude, he, he's he was like rocking their hoodie at one point in one of the like I don't know if it was pregame or postgame. Yeah. Might it might have been the media day at one point. Yeah. And I was like, dude, who the fuck would look at that shit and be like, damn, like I'd rock that. <laughs> right. Like even LeBron and like D Wade, like they they their fashion is often whack to me. But when LeBron wears like his own type of gear and like his own, per, like his own shit from Nike, yeah, he pulls his shit off. Like he advertises it well. Yeah, he does. But it's just like a New Balance. Like it has New Balance in the front. It's like a cool color. But dude, I could go to fucking Ross and find a a sweatshirt that's a cool color. Like, right? Yeah, that shit. But it fits him. It yeah. fits his personality. It fits his low key demeanor. So, it mm-hmm. works for him. I mean, if he if he wins these finals, dude, a lot of people are gonna buying his. There are a lot of people gonna be buying his shit. And the Clippers are trying to sneak and get the patent too to his. Uh, I think to his logo, so they can use it. So he has to have Clipper gear. <laughs> so. That's wild. If Kawhi leaves the Raptors after going to the finals, <laughs> Kawhi's a total jerk, man. Yeah, he really doesn't care about winning. He doesn't care about anybody if he leaves the Raptors. He stays talking about, like, I just want to win. I don't care about being the best. Like, right. dude, if you want to win, like, I really can't picture, like, like yeah, there's some better options on paper. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, every team has chemistry issues. Right. And the way he fit on the fucking Raptors, it's hard for me to believe he'd fit like that everywhere else. Right. And the Raptors, you know, I don't think they need anything to win the championship. I mean, they just need to not be playing the Warriors, in my opinion. Anyone else in the West from the playoffs, I think the Raptors could beat, pretty much. I agree. Um, You know, and... Like we said last time, these Raptors, they've been they've been going far in the playoffs the last couple of years. And once LeBron once LeBron dipped, they're in the finals. Right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> A couple clutch LeBron shots, they would have already been there. Yeah. Those. But um yeah, man, it is, it is interesting this Kawhi war this Kawhi uh, advertising marketing war, I think it's kind of crazy, but I like. The, I am curious to see where it goes. 
And if the Clippers get it, he really goes to the Clippers. Yeah, I like that he's, like, pushing to be more of a, like, popular figure right at his peak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't rush it. He didn't. He didn't start releasing his own. He could have started releasing shoes like two, three years ago. Yeah, th- I think Jordan gave him the option when yeah. he was on Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. What else we got? Sports. You want to talk about boxing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a big, big right. deal. I've said on here before. Whether I said it on here or if I just told Mike. I didn't think anyone would beat Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua got washed, cleaned this weekend, <laughs> spanked, wrecked. Yeah, for I, I'm I'm gonna say right away. I didn't watch the fight, but I saw the highlights. It didn't look good. Andy the Destroyer, Ruiz Jr. is the new and first Mexican heavyweight champion. Dude, so all the all the like fat boy season memes that are coming out are so funny, bro. You versus the guy she told you about. Yeah, that yeah, movie. like it all that him. shit. Did you see the one of them both in um in 2012 or whatever? It's like Joshua looks the same and he's like in his he has like a bathroom selfie. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, man, shout out to Andy Ruiz Jr. Uh Joshua's manager already claimed the rematch clause before he even talked to Joshua. So, um they'll be fighting again in November. Um So yeah. <laughs> we'll see and they have to go to the UK to fight the rematch. Probably in a soccer stadium, which is probably holds three times as much as Madison Square Garden. So it'll be make a lot more money. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna get into the whole the conspiracy thing. My thing was, did you have an issue with like the fact that the ref called it? Um, Because I saw some people were kind of like, "Well, he didn't really, you know, quit, or he didn't really like uh, say that he couldn't go." He said he could. But I didn't have an issue with it because... It's the way he said it. The way he said it and the other... He didn't follow the other instructions that everyone follows when they get knocked down. You have to walk towards the ref to prove you still have your legs. That you're not wobbly. Right? It's just like a drunk test. Yeah. And the ref told him to walk towards him and he didn't move. He stayed in his fucking corner. And the thing is... Wouldn't put his mouthpiece back in. And holding on to the rope. Yeah. Like, you're leaning. You can't even stand up straight. It's not a good sign. He was taking, like... He was looking at him like, yeah, I'm good. But then, like, he wouldn't move. Right. <laughs> like, so dude, we... you don't look good. And same thing drunk people say, right? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Good, man. And then, you know, you start driving and you swerve off the road. And and that's, that's what the ref was preventing. It's just like a drunk driving thing. I'm not going to let him go into the ring and, you know have a brain injury brain trauma yeah because he really was done when i didn't know he was done so you know i think he made the right call and the fact that joshua didn't have a problem with it i'm not gonna have a problem with it yeah it was, i like from ruiz this like he would take punishment mm-hmm. and just fucking go on the attack 
Yeah. Like, yeah. dude, a lot of fighters don't take punishment and counter with offense. Right. Ruiz was like, in that third and seventh round, he's like, fuck it, dude. You you knocked me, you got me, I'm giving it back to you twice. Yeah. Yep. He's and he was so much quicker than Joshua. Yeah. His hands. I mean he looked for his size, he had quick hands. You know, you would think uh Joshua is the way he's built is the one who's built for punishment. But Ruiz was the one who like could looked impenetrable, honestly. I'm like, damn, like Joshua's supposed to hit hard, like <laughs> Ruiz is eating all that shit. Joshua's getting hit right in the muscles every time, though. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he had, Ruiz had some cushion. He had some cushion. Yeah, for sure. And Joshua didn't give him any... Like, he threw five body punches, like, the whole fight, which was a mistake, clearly. I mean, you hit one of those... A guy like Ruiz in the gut, like, Dude, you know. you have to win that fight being Joshua just, just off the reach alone. Like, dude, you have the distance advantage, and, and you just get your ass whooped. There's no logical reason why Joshua lost the fight, honestly. But, you know. I feel it, bad it now. Now we don't get to see him fight Wilder for even longer. Yeah, I mean, at least till after November. Yeah, I mean, what if he fucking loses in November? Like, I mean, you know, let's just... What if he fucking loses again? Like, dude, Wilder's going to be like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not fighting this bum. I tell you what. If Wilder fights Ruiz, two rounds, tops. Wilder's Wilder's knocking Ruiz out the ring, dude. <laughs> He's going to murder I'll, him for real. I'll, I'll call it right now. My prediction. If Wilder fights Ruiz, knockout. Mm. Quick. Wilder might not even break a sweat. I mean, shit, he didn't break a sweat that, last time. The things that... Joshua didn't do are the things that Wilder does every fight. So it's interesting to see Wilder like talk shit after that. Right. You normally don't see that, to be honest. Yeah. No, you don't. He came out and was like, "Man, this guy's fucking a fraud. He's not good." And I was like, "Damn." Well, the thing is, they've been ducking each other for yeah. so long, and Wilder's like, "Come on, man. This is what you." chose not to fight me to do this yeah lose like this yeah and i hated that like that joshua was kind of happy after the fight like real positive come on man like I already, bro i already told you what's up with that that I'm telling you that bro pay, have some payday, mm, that really pisses me off man it's worth it i mean the net the rematch clause is like it's like a supermax deal almost like, you know, you just stick it out that last year just to get your six years up. And then you double your money, maybe triple. Madison Square Garden only holds like 18,000 people, 20,000. Yeah, just for the, just to round it up, let's say 20. 20. He, he plays at a soccer, I mean, he fights at a soccer stadium in the UK. Soccer. I mean, football. How off, How many people do you think those hold? 120? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. He ain't worried about this This check. I mean, he gets paid however he was going to get paid. He would have got paid a little bit more for winning, but not much. That's what's crazy about boxing. But that pisses me off because he just literally exposed himself as like, you know, I do this for to get fucking paid. Yeah, but also the betting odds change too. So that. Which means he might make more money for 
uh, it, it'll be an upset this time if he wins. I mean, shit, it, it shouldn't be. It's it shouldn't be, but bumass. <laughs> yeah, just we'll like see. dude, like just the way Ruiz looked from like my like I have a couple friends who who saw this and like don't watch boxing at all. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I mean, I watch it like maybe three, four times a year, cons- like, you know, consistently. Mm-hmm. But just looking at Ruiz, like, dude, that guy's a fighter. It's hard <laughs> to believe that that dude's a top tier like fighter. And on top of that, he's whooping the guy all over ESPN as like the next coming of fucking Muhammad Ali. Right. Like, bro, the first take was really thought he was that dude. <clears throat> right. And they're supposed yeah. to be some fucking experts. So. Yeah. But yeah, that was interesting, man. It was. <laughs> the next one would be even more interesting, I'm sure. So. Anyway, um shout out to Andy though for getting it done. He got the dub. He got his got his belt. First Mexican, which was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Um, I feel like there's some uh, football news. Yeah, there's some soccer stuff. Oh, yeah, Liverpool, right? Yeah, Liverpool uh, pulled off a win in the one of the most boring Champions League finals I've ever witnessed. <laughs> uh-huh. um, it was, you know, the goal was the, the, their only real important goal of the game was the penalty. And while I'm, it's not a bad call. Mm hmm. It's just frustrating that that's what like determined the outcome of the game, honestly. Because, mm-hmm. dude, like even for soccer fans, I know that you know soccer fans like to watch the, just how they create and how they attack and they how they use the field, how they use the like the positions, uh, whatever like lineups they go with, like all that's exciting for a soccer fan. But this game was boring for anyone. Like, the Hotspurs didn't create any fucking chances. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I don't even remember them getting a shot on fucking target. <laughs> like, even shitty Premier League teams, when they play, let's say, Liverpool, like, even they get a shot on, on goal. Like, they'll hit the goalie in the gloves. Mm-hmm. Or they'll shoot it over the goal, like, on a good chance. But my God, like... And, you know, you get so much time to prepare. The Spurs are a good team. I mean, obviously, you're not you're not a bad team if you get to this point. But, man, they look terrible. They look yeah. slow. They couldn't, like, nobody could really beat anybody off the dribble. And I understand if that doesn't happen often in soccer, because it shouldn't happen often. But, like, never? Not one time? Right. And they're, you know, they're all champs. I mean, all professionals. Yeah, it's frustrating because, like, games like this are, like, Americans see games like this and, like, I can't fucking watch soccer. It's so boring. Right. So, but, hey, Liverpool got it done, man. Yeah, shout out Liverpool. <clears throat> the dub. Um, did you hear about the Neymar situation? I did. Accused of rape. And yeah. then... Posted intimate pictures and now is accused of cybercrime. <laughs> Trying to help his own case, he made it a lot worse. 
Yeah, man. I I don't I don't really have a react like he's shown I don't want to assume that he did what they're accusing him of. Mm-hmm. But he's shown the behavior of somebody who you know, he's shown childlike behavior. I agree. Where he's thrown tantrums on the on the field. He's mm-hmm. For the in-depth soccer fans, dude, he bitches about management. He bitches about his teammates. All the time. Like, dude, literally last time I heard about him, he was complaining that his PSG teammates didn't pass him the ball enough. Right. Like, can you imagine if LeBron, midway through the Lakers season, was like, yo, man, these fucking fucking guys, they're not giving me the ball enough. It's insane. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, and it's crazy because... I know he's a young guy, but he's been playing, you know, he's been in soccer for how long? He's 27. He's been playing since he was, like... 15. on yeah. Like, professionally, he's, like, 14, 15, honestly. Right. I uh, remember when he was a kid, he was, like, the, you know, the yeah. second coming. So... And it just, it makes him look bad, because, you know, he's, he's a guy who's probably used to getting whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. And, and it, anybody could easily picture him... You know, the one time he didn't get what he wanted and he stepped over the line. You know, it's a big fucking line to step over. Right. But he, you know, I could see it happening. Yeah. You know, I, well, I hope whatever happens, I hope justice is served. Yeah, right. whatever the truth is, I hope that's what gets punished. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and if it's not true, we... Definitely need to do something about the false accusations. Definitely. If it's not true. Yeah. If it is true, we need to do something about athletes. And this, you know, Porzingis. Yeah, man. They you know. they have to find, like, and it's really difficult to do this, I think, especially, like, with, with guys who are the faces of their sport. Mm-hmm. But, like, the punishments have to be insanely severe. Yeah. Like, like, dude, you you shouldn't, like, just the fact, doing anything to that extent to a woman, there there shouldn't be a debate of, like, oh, maybe he, should he be suspended for three games or ten games? Like, dude, he should be gone. He should be in prison. What do you mean? Right. It's just, yeah. it's tough, man. It's very difficult for, to really, like, punish properly. Speaking of punishment... Pac-Man Jones retired. Oh, man. It's been a long time coming for Pac-Man. Finally got it done. Adam Jones. Do you know what team he... Was he on a team? Um, I mean, he was on the Bengals for a while, I think. I mean, like, is he retiring on a team right now? Or do you think his contract was up and he just retired? Uh, I think he just retired, honestly. He's been, you know, he's kind of been quiet with contract stuff. Yeah, he has. Um, man, <laughs> what a, a wild ride of a career he's had and uh, misconducts he's had. But he he's definitely one of my favorite characters in football at, at the time when yeah. he was in his prime he he was he was the good to uh vontes perfect's bad mm. like he was he was the proper 
it's hard to see. He was the proper amount of dirty. Like, he was yeah, he competitive was. dirty. Mm-hmm. Like, perfect is just like a piece of shit, like, I'm trying to injure you dirty. Right. Yeah, but yeah. with Pac-Man, it's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, um, I won't say he will be missed because he, he's been done as far as, like, you know. Productive, yeah. Yeah, but his, him as a character will be missed. His antics will be missed, for sure. Um, real quick before we, uh, get too far from basketball. Did you see a Zion signed with Dwayne Wade's agent? Um, Oh, really? Yeah. Um, he, even though LeBron and Rich Paul showed up at his games, Zion decided to sign with a different agency. Um, clutch. They say clutch sports didn't formally recruit Zion. And that's a lie. Right. Dude, if if Rich Paul is at my college game, he's formally recruiting me as far as I'm concerned. Like, um, let's see. I saw something that said, who else? Oh, Embiid, Paul George, D'Angelo Russell. Also, Drew Brees. Okay. These are all on the, the D-Wade's uh, agency? Yeah. That's yep. just a good group of athletes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think something. I'm happy okay. that he's picking. This decision makes it seem like he's making choices. Mm-hmm. Like he's ta- or him and obviously the people close to him. You know, whether it's parent. I'm assuming some of it is family. Some of it is just people he trusts. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully that continues because he's got this insane star power already. Yeah. yeah, he needs the right people around him not to f- fuck him over. Yeah, the um, it is CAA basketball clients, Creative Arts, I believe, and they have the largest footwear and apparel deal ever for a center. That's Embiid with Under Armour, and they have the first ever lifetime partnership deal, um, with a Chinese brand, and that's Dwayne Wade. Linning, right? Yeah. Um, they have Booker, Devin Booker. They have Chris Paul, Carl Anthony Towns. And those are just some of the 11 players they have. Oh, in the 2018 draft, they had 11 players. And they're worth more than $98 million. So Okay, he's in good hands as far as I could tell. For sure. For sure. That's good, man. I'm happy he's making his own decisions. Yeah. Don't, don't live it, dude. Don't start off the bat living in LeBron's shadow. Right. Like, come on, bro. Be your own fucking player. Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Drake for a second. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> As a fan, we're talking about Drake. And basketball. Yeah. As a basketball fan. Um, how do you feel about his heckling? Is it too much, dude? I have no problem with it. Okay, these motherfuckers, like I've, we've talked about it before, they get paid millions of dollars. If they allow Spike Lee or Drake or fucking Billy Crystal or Jack Nicholson to get in their heads, they shouldn't yeah. be playing in the NBA. 
Right. So, like, I mean, like, I, he's not doing anything insane. Like, you know, he's not fucking talking about, like, personal shit, which he probably could. It's only crazy because it's Drake. That, yeah. That's how I see it. Like, if it was just another fan, no one would be saying anything. Yeah. Obviously, no other fan would be able to go massage the coach's <laughs> shoulders. Well, he is an ambassador, which is, like, a real title. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, it's not he's not just a fan. No, but I'm saying, other than that, he's not doing anything that every other fan in the building does every game. Yeah. So, I think it's over the top how they're... They're taking it. It's like, it, come on, it's man. just kind of whack that he he has KD and Steph's tattoos. <laughs> that's yeah. a that's the little. They're so fucking little, and he like hides them every game. I'm like, dude, you're so whack for that. He's he's whack for having a lot of tattoos that he has. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. I don't. He's just whack for having real alive people's tattoos. To me, I think that's crazy when he's like. His peers, yeah, over the top. He, uh, I watched the other day on HBO. Uh, I watched his episode of The Shop. Yeah, and and he seems like the kind of guy who just like th- his like friends, like he's really close with some people. Mm-hmm. Like like you wouldn't like him and Durant is just like a friendship. Like okay, whatever. But like he's the kind of guy who just makes that like. A brotherly thing, even though it's not really a brotherly thing. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, him and Durant are ride or die. Like, why? Why make the? Why, why make it that serious? And Durant's like the worst person. To exactly. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, it's not that big of a deal either. His antics in the game because he actually is friends with those guys, right? The Warriors. It's not like he's. You know, talking trash to guys he doesn't know at all. Yeah. He's tight with all those guys. Giannis, I, I think in the Milwaukee series, he maybe went a little over the line sometimes. Nah, fuck that. Well, I mean, if the guys felt like... Giannis said he was actually offended by some stuff Drake said, so... Oh, well, yeah, I don't know. You know, if, if I knew everything he said, I could give you a better opinion <laughs> on it. Yeah. Like I said, if he was saying, like, personal stuff or, like, disrespectful... Like, if he was making, like, grease jokes or something, like, that's fucked up. Right. But if he's just yeah. out there, like, clowning you for airballing or clowning you because your jump shot takes a year to shoot or... Or uh, pumping know. his fists every and one. Yeah. Like, dude, he's a fucking fan. Dude, ESPN had, a, like, a segment before the game on the, the other Raptors super fan. Yeah. Like, the, um, the dude with the, the turban. With the turban. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. always at every game. Never missed the game. He wears the 95 jersey because that's when they started or whatever. Yeah. Dude, yeah. he's so fire. I, like, I was watching, and they, they're following him with a camera. Dude, I thought he was on... I thought he was an ambassador. Right. You would think. He's like <laughs> some he car... team. He owns, like, a number of car dealerships or something like that. Oh, okay. But okay. his... Dude, it was so funny. Like, they're following him around on camera, and they kind of, like... They're, they're doing a little day in the life type thing. Yeah, I, I saw some of it. Yeah, the and they're following him, and he's driving to the game, you know, talking about the fuck, how, you know, he loves the Raptors. And he's out there taking pictures and stuff. Yeah, dude, that's what's crazy. All of a sudden, he just pulls up to, like, where there were hundreds of fans, gets yeah. out of the car that seemed like it was his car, honestly, mm-hmm. and just leaves it there. 
Like, dude, dude, I wish I could pull up the Capital One in my car and just have like a valet take that shit. Right. I'm like, dude, he's got he's got it made. During the finals, too, it's not like it's just exactly you know, like that's insane. Not serious going on, right? Like if it's a you know preseason game, all right, whatever. Right. If you got bank, all right, but in a finals game, the first Raptors finals game. Yeah, but he it, it is a good story, man. I, but I think honestly, almost every NBA team has a story like that. Yeah, they do. Yeah, somebody is there. That's been all of them. And the thing about Drake, man, <laughs> Drake is just so ridiculously amazing at marketing that <laughs> Drake, they spent 30 minutes on Drake on ESPN, and Drake's Dude. never played a sport in his life. Dude, they can't stop talking about him. Like Drake the, is sh- transcendent. This shit really killed me during the Milwaukee series. Like, the, the talk shows were having segments of, like, did he go too far? Yeah. Like, dude, the Russell Westbrook had a fan call him the N-word the other, like, <laughs> a few months ago. That's going too far. Right. Like, dude, putting up a choke, even putting up, like, a choke sign, that's not going too far. No, it's not at all. It's not. Definitely not. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, any last things to say about sports? Uh, it, I'm curious, not so much about Game 3, because I think the Warriors will pull out Game 3 easily, mm-hmm. but Game 4 is Friday, right? I think it goes uh, Wednesday, Wednesday and then Friday. Friday. Okay. I think that's going to be tough for some of those Warriors guys. Why do you say that? Because it's only a day. Uh, I'm, Cousins definitely won't respond well, because he's probably going to play a lot on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, and he's gonna need that time off. You don't know what's going on with Clay's hamstring. Durant will probably come back like Game Five just to be there when they win it. <laughs> Dude, if he if he if they go up three one, Durant will come back. I'd rather him do what I said earlier: come in there and lose the fucking series. <laughs> then they come in there and score like fifteen and just like carry the trophy. Watch, <laughs> dude, I'm losing all respect. I already had, you know, little to none. Yeah. Watch. He does that shit. Watch. I have a feeling. <laughs> the wouldn't surprise me the way his bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Um. Oh, uh, shout out to John Morant for having successful surgery. I know he had something like a little cleanup thing. Yeah, yeah, on his uh, knee, right? Yeah, like, I think he's out for about a month. Mm-hmm. So, I think he's probably going to miss Summer League. Mm-hmm. Just because they're going to be careful, but I'm glad he's all right, if anything. Yeah, and um, Reddish is getting surgery, too. What's, what is his deal? Um, I believe, uh, let me check real quick. Cause I I do want to know too. Reddish is a sleeper, man. Yeah, minor procedure for a core muscle injury. Six weeks out. Hmm. The core injury nagged him during Duke season. Oh wow, he fought through it during the year too. That's what it says. Why the fuck man. are they taking so long? Like, why are they just now having surgery? I get. I think some of these guys really don't want didn't want to miss the combine and miss uh, the uh, yeah, private workouts maybe. Yeah. 
Um, also, R.J. Barrett denied the Grizzlies a p- private workout, even though they're the second pick. He said he, well, he didn't say, but apparently uh, scouts think he wants to either be on the Knicks or the Lakers for sure. So, which I think both those picks are probably going to be traded. So, good luck. Did you see the Suns are uh, trying to trade their sixth pick for a vet? Yeah. Dude, uh, my friend had an interesting theory that being that they're a pretty trash organization, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to fucking get probably the worst starting point guard in basketball, Reggie Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, trash. if they do that shit, I'm not. Even if they put him on TV, I'm not watching him. Well, um, I think L.A., did you see L.A.'s new plan? Oh, They're going to try to get C.P. and Anthony uh, Davis in this offseason. Oh, my God. And Beal. Oh, so. my God. <laughs> I guess we're just doing a fucking uh, two, 2K team up. God damn. <laughs> it's going to be LeBron and a whole new roster. <laughs> Uh, how can they get? I don't know how they can get CP without and bring back Mello for a little minimum deal, <laughs> a little bench help. Round out the starting five. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Lakers, dude! The Lakers just get worse and worse. There's a new story about Palinka lying like every other day. Yeah, man. And what's crazy is like, where's Kobe to say something? Kobe said he's offended that they keep throwing his name into like the Polinka thing but every, everything about like all the stuff coming out about Polinka it's like like yeah if it was one or two stories you know if it was just magic yeah, yeah you could come out there and be like you know like I'm I'm shocked by his comments yeah but when it's fucking every other day they're catching you lying about shit yeah Lakers are fucked yeah, Kobe's just out there minding his own business. Oh, his do- for sure. I saw a highlight tape of his daughter getting buckets. Dude, so fire. <laughs> that whole, that whole like, it's a program or whatever they're running, it's not like an AU program, it's kind of like a camp. Mamba Sports? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That shit looks so fire. I saw some of the football rookies there working out. Mm. Wow. Kobe's, Kobe's doing his thing, man, and his... Retirement already. Kobe and D Wade look very comfortable transitioning from basketball to the next phase of life. Yeah, and I think part of that is that they always had family first, mm-hmm. you know. So it's an easy transition to spend in more time with with your family when you already did. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Let me play uh, this gym so we could transition. Uh, you want to introduce it? No. Uh, no, it's a good song. Alright, this is Boz Lit. Last time I seen 
gets heavy and it hurts to carry I'm a midnight mercenary Fiend It's lit Feel the buzz That's the half Shit it was It's lit Feel the buzz It's lit Feel the buzz She take me to a place that I never would discover Might never have another So I had to fuck it Reaching in my pockets, damn, I ain't got a rubber See my nigga Ron like L. Ron Hubbard He be out of space, said he got a case of straps In the back of the hotel cupboard Room 508, checked by the safe She said, boy, you got a maid, do you got a cape? I ain't with the games, mind you, I gotta wait I'm quiet, impatient, intoxication Got me feeling like procreating Girl, I'm the baker, you surely caking Stand back, catch my amazing grace Photo finishing, fornication Photo finishing, fornication Song. 
Boz is. I'm, I hope Boz catches a hit one of these days. Yeah. <clears throat> a bigger hit, at least. Just a reminder: they still finessed us and never gave us that project, the Dreamville <laughs> that we were promised. <laughs> Just a reminder. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Um, this was a pretty good music weekend for me, man. Honestly, it wasn't like a big one, but it was a pretty good one. I didn't hear a lot of trash, personally. But uh, where do you want to start? Um, I guess Miley. <laughs> Wild start. Okay. You want to go first? Uh, no. Let me. I want to hear your thoughts. She is coming. This is the first of like a trilogy she's releasing, is what I read. Did you read that? No. But it doesn't yeah, surprise me because it's six tracks, yeah. Yeah, it's like a part one to a three, like a series of uh, EPs, I guess. Okay. <laughs> um, I didn't, I didn't dislike it I didn't hate it at least but I really would like Miley to like pick what genre she's doing (laughs) (laughs) just pick one at least instead of like putting three on every song like it's a hip hop beat a hip hop feature but yet she's still singing like it's a country song which is cool that's Miley um but I don't I don't I don't have much to say about it, man. It was just bizarre to me, honestly. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Uh, I, I, I kind of, I only listened to it because I wanted to step out of my comfort zone a little bit. Uh, I actually listened to a lot of good music this weekend. Yeah. Um, uh, I enjoyed the first track. I thought the first track was really cool. I agree. Um, and, and "Party Up the Street" with Sway Lee grew on me, also. Okay. For the first time I heard it, I was like, "Meh," you know, I'm not really feeling it. But then I heard it uh, another time, and I was like, "This, this sounds pretty cool." And I've I've been listening to it here and there. It's a good song. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the rest of this I wasn't really feeling. Uh, <laughs> Catitude might be one of the worst songs I've ever heard. I agree. <laughs> My God. <laughs> RuPaul should never be on a featured list ever. Oh man, that this it was just bad in every way. I'm not gonna shit on it, you know, like I fucking roasted YG uh last time <laughs> we were on here, but Yeah. But it was a it's an awful song. And it it makes I'd rather listen to anything on YG shit than Catitude. That's fair to say. Uh but yeah, I, I wanted Ghostface Killer to be a little more involved. Mm-hmm. Uh what's the point of featuring him if he's just kinda saying some shit at the end? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, it was cool. I'm, I'm. I always liked her music because she's kind of, she's exciting because you don't know what you're gonna get with her. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's pop mostly, but she really blends the genre a lot of the time, and, and right. sometimes it's it doesn't go well. Right. Oftentimes, it even it doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for these six songs aren't awful. You know, it doesn't sound bad listening to it from start to finish. And mm-hmm. I, I enjoy what her voice has kind of become. It's a little, 
little... I don't know, it just sounds a little bit better to me than it used to. Yeah, I think it's gotten better, too. I, I can't I, really point to why, but it just sounds better. Yeah, okay. Um, so, not much to say about that. Yeah. Um, what's next? Uh, let's talk about all the small ones. Kevin Gates, did you listen to that? No, nah, I didn't get to Kevin. Don't bother. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Not good. It's it's the worst criticism I have of movies. I have for this uh, this EP. It's fucking uh-huh. boring. It was boring. Yeah, man. And Kevin Gates usually like you know, I don't know, man. He usually sounds good. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like all. I I don't really like any of his projects like that. But like the last one sounded good. Uh, he's he's popped up on a number of features sounding good. Mm-hmm. And, and I actually, I thought this would be a sleeper. He didn't have any features, which I liked. And I'm like, yeah, this is going to be a fun, like, six tracks, like, some good rap music to check out. And it just wasn't, man. It was, none of the songs are awful, but none of them are, like, they, they really have no replay value. A lot of his lines are kind of corny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, man, the production's kind of like soft, so it, it makes him sound even more boring. Mm. So yeah, this tough. this is a pass for me. Like it, it's tough with a lot of the stuff I listen to. Like with small projects, it's hard to to really break down what I like and don't like about it. How many tracks was it? Six. Okay. Yeah, so it's like you know, with a with an album, if I don't like it. I have to listen to something I don't like for like 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that, that pisses me off even more. But, you know, by the time I realized I don't like this shit, I was already on track five. Only the generals going to understand? Yeah. So you're not a general? Nah, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a right, pass cool. for me. Like, I mean, it's not... Like, I wouldn't say it's such a pass that I don't want to listen to what he's got next. Uh-huh. But uh I think his next album will be a lot better than this. I I believe that too. Yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> Did you listen to Jim Jones? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Um, you did? I did. I did, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Why so much hate? He's not good. That's why. You're right. You're right. And um, the thing is, he's not. His lyrics are very juvenile for the most part. But I gotta say, this was this was a pretty good project, man. The features. I, wow, I'm looking at the features. That's exciting. The features alone. are kind of fire. <laughs> All the features sounded pretty good. Um, the the production on here was fantastic. But, you know, Jim is just not that good of a rapper, like, to hold it yeah. himself. So, the features definitely helped. Fat Joe's feature was great. Rick was okay. Cameron had some good ones. Fab was great. Dave East was pretty good. Um, How about Mano? How did Mano sound? He sounded okay. I mean, <laughs> he sounded okay. What about Ross? Yeah. Rose, what did he do? He didn't murder it. But it was good. It's kind of been a recurring theme for him. 
It was above average, but it wasn't a murder. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what Ross is on right now. I'm waiting for his album. His album might be crazy because he's holding out on all these features. Yeah. Saving all the good lyrics for his album. But yeah, it, it was pretty good, man, honestly. Um, I can't pick out any one song because like, really just whichever features you like the best, I would say listen to that. Currency was good. He was good. Um, Trav, I'm I'm not familiar with Trav really, but he was good. Uh, he was more like on the hooks though. Uh, Fab was probably my favorite feature. Fab always shines with with the New York guys. Yeah, he does. Fab, and, dude, he he has so much chemistry with all the the, the Dave East, the fucking the Fat Joe, the Styles P, all those guys. Yeah, he kept it up. He kept it up, too, for sure. So, yeah, man, it was pretty good. El Capo, it was good. Just good. Not great, just good. Um, You want to g- <laughs> get right into Denzel Curry? Uh, Real quick, I had another small one. I checked out the Chainsmokers, little little new four-track EP. Oh, the Chainsmokers are back? Okay. Yeah, and, and it was good, man. It's exactly what I wanted to hear from them. Uh, I, the Kills You Slowly, I didn't really like, but every other song I liked. Uh, Ty Dolla Ty Dolla Sign sounds solid. Uh, what's her name? She sounds really good. The uh, BB? Yeah. yeah. She actually, she stole the show, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I really yeah. liked the last track, too, with the f- five seconds of summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... I've I heard that one like a month or two ago, so I wasn't like I already knew that one. Right. Uh, the other two tracks though, with with the features, I I really like them. And yeah. again, with four tracks, like you can't really review four tracks. All you can do is say which songs you liked and didn't like. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and they're kind of formulaic in how they make songs. Mm-hmm. But they make up for it by having really good vocals and and. They really get the most out of their feature. Okay, yeah. Oh. I'm right at it with those two for sure. Yeah. Those songs. Okay. There's a couple of singles you, if you want to get into the singles before. Um, the... I didn't... The only big one I listened to was Press. What'd you think? It was okay. Yeah, I thought it was just okay too. Yeah. It was... The beat was hard. You know, her energy was hard. Her hook was kind of whack. She wasn't really saying anything to me. Yeah, the hook was whacked. She she, she wasn't. Uh, she doesn't have to do this, but I wouldn't mind her taking a break from either popping up as a feature or dropping a song like once a month. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Like take a season off. I think she kind of released that because I think she went into court. That yeah, day. she's she's been going through some shit. Yeah, she's got a lot of a lot of bad press lately. Yeah. I saw, dude. I was I watched the music video for Wish Wish, and yeah. it's a trash music video. I haven't seen it. Um, but dude, the comments were so fucking negative about her. Yeah, like people were just hate. Like, and it's a good track, so that really had me confused. And it was like such like negative personal shit. Crazy. You know what I mean? Like the same shit. Like the same type of shit Durant got, and like. LeBron got back in when he left. Like that kind of yeah. shit where people are just offended at what the something they do. 
Mm-hmm. So that was pretty crazy to me. That is crazy. Music video is really bad, though. Which which is what bothered me, because it's like... Khaled doesn't have very good music videos, though. Yeah, but it's like the criticisms weren't of the fucking music video. That's what I'm like. Right. All right, right. like, I get it. The music video is fucking whack. Like, they're just dancing in one background, pretty much. But they're just talking about how. But much they're they just hate like, Cardi. yeah, Cardi's such a piece of shit. Like, they're like, dude, what? Yeah, that's whack. Yeah. But let's talk about the big one. Oh, wh- Tori, excuse me. Oh, yeah. You didn't hear it? I did not, not yet. Um, well, I'll let you, I'll let you hear it first. All right. (laughs) And you tell me if you think he's right. This is the same record that, uh, we reported that Tori said would be the hottest song of the summer. Definitely a, I like the up tempo vibe. Good club track. Yeah, and the lo- this little, you know, the uh, paying homage to the goat. Uh, so, yeah, man, that's kind of what they came with. Clearly, I mean, you could tell this is a beat that Tiger would be on. So, yeah, man, you could. You can check the full thing out later, but uh, it's pretty good. I mean, yeah, it's, it's good, good for that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a good, good uh, club vibe, good like island, high energy, uh, cookout, party vibe. <laughs> cookout? I don't know. I'm just like, just uh, like, it's just it's fun to... strip club vibe. Yeah, I guess. It is, yeah. Uh, I did actually, I, I forgot I listened to uh, Trippy Red's new single. Oh, yeah. I accidentally listened to it. It, well. it ain't it. Nah. Trippy's done as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I, I'm looking now and Gucci Man dropped a song with Justin Bieber. I was just about to ask you if you heard no, it. No, I yeah. didn't even know about this. Uh, it's pretty good. Really? Yeah, it's pretty good. Gucci's good with, with top tier artists. <laughs> yeah, he is. And for some reason... uh. Beebs just loves being with rappers. <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Perfect. She had that glow. Could it be? Yeah. I was in the jail thinking about my problems. Like all the niggas when I get out, I'm a robber. She was hard up and down, it was 09. Looking through this magazine, she was so fine. Pretty brown, black bitch, what a drop pick. You know it's gonna be on radio a lot. Yeah. 
It's yeah, V's nice. Gucci, like when you listen to him, you don't really think of him as a radio guy. Yeah. But like all his radio songs, he sounds very good on them. He does, yeah. He knows what to do on radio hits. Yeah. He does. Uh, yeah, man. Um this it was a good weekend for singles, I would say. Uh here's Beebs. I want to hear a, a studio session when Beebs and Gucci are like in the studio together. What are they talking like about? I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, what does Gucci tell Beebs to do? Like, does he sing it for him? Like, no, nah, I'll sing it like this, Justin. It's crazy. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. All right, yeah. What about our Katy Perry? Did you hear in her new track? Um. I'm trying to think if I did. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I didn't like it. Mm. Not, I, it's not for me. Um, I might as well snip it out. Snip it everything else. But I don't want to fall down the rabbit hole. Cross my heart, I won't do it again. I tell myself, tell myself, tell myself, draw the line. Not do I do. It's one of those, you know? Yeah, I got you. I, I think you can catch the gist of where it's going, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, like I said, it's not for me. It might be big, though. All right, to the uh, albums. You said Denzel? Yeah. Okay. Zoo? Z-U-U. <laughs> Denzel's your man. You go first, man. Yeah, um... I I had I was shocked that this dropped. It was random. Uh, my friend did give me a couple days notice, but I I was you know I kind of forgot. But um yeah man, this came out and I was excited because obviously we've talked about how great Taboo was. Mm-hmm. Um, very great. And and this album when when I put it, I pulled it up on my phone to start playing it and it's twenty nine minutes long. Yeah, it is very short. Some of the tracks only have one verse on yeah, it. Yeah, and, and I was kind of nervous, like, you know, is it just going to be some weird, like, he just does some weird, like, two-minute tracks, and they're all going to be strange. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, no, man, I actually had a lot of fun listening to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard for me to say whether it's better than Taboo. I'll probably, next couple episodes, I'll probably give you a better opinion on that, but... Mm-hmm. Dude, I really, I loved the one through six was flawless for me. Like, it just, it yeah, was... to Speedboat? Yeah, up Speedboat yeah. is great, but all those tracks sounded really good. I agree. Uh, and it's like, he, he's really, he knows, he has a very interesting sound. Like, he knows what he does well. Uh, his bars are, they're not like, you know, anything revolutionary. But he he sounds good on the production. 
mm-hmm. uh, and he's different. You know, there the there's a number of number of fucking uh, interludes that I didn't really fuck with. Uh, three <laughs> specifically, which honestly didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. They had nothing to do with anything. Blackland sixty six point six was an interlude, right? Yeah. Why was it the second to last song on the out al- on the album? Like what? What for? Why is it there? Yeah, I don't know. Why do you need an interlude before you come out with the, you know, last song? Yeah, but I, I honestly, I liked every track, like every real track on this album. I enjoyed. I agree. I did. Too. Uh, the standouts for me are probably Automatic, Speedboat, and um. And Carol Mart. Okay. Uh, but yeah, man, it, like it's just a fun project to listen to. It's fair. What'd you think? Yeah. Um, I liked it better than Taboo, man. Wow. Honestly. I did. Yeah. I, I I can see you like it's a little more consistent start to finish. Yeah. Um. Ricky was probably my favorite. Automatic hearing automatic again is automatic is hard. Like it's one of those I could play again and again. Not like the whole day, but I'm saying like I want to repeat it before it finishes. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's one of those. Um, he finds a way to be juvenile, but yet like an advanced juvenile. Like you can you can hear his youth in his lyrics, but he's not. It doesn't reflect on his skill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like opposite how we said Jim Jones. Like I think him and Jim Jones are like same at lyrics, but Jim Jones sounds worse because he's, you know, forty talking like Denzel does at like twenty two. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So man, he said he sounds good. You're right. He has his pocket, he has his his um he knows what he's good at. He knows. And it was great, man. Great album. I thought the features were good. Um, I like that he talked about, you know, Carroll City, Miami area. Um, I like. I feel like when artists talk about where they're from, they bring it most of the time. And uh, yeah, he did for sure. It was good. I thought it was good top, top to bottom. I don't really have anything else to say. About. I don't have any like critiques or anything. Yeah, man, Taboo was kind of similar, honestly. It was just like an interesting sound we hadn't really heard before. Right. Uh, and there's just more of that. Yeah. And uh, Taboo, uh, you know, a lot of people like Taboo. Mm-hmm. So I definitely recommend checking this one out. Yeah, for sure. I thought this album, maybe the hits aren't as good as Taboo's were. Um, but just start to finish it's more consistent i agree i definitely see that yeah it's it's borderline flawless of the real songs yeah yeah yep all right did you hear anything else uh i listened to money bag yo i had to okay and i i listened to skepta so oh, okay. you go first um dude i i loved it <laughs> Moneybag is is my guy. He's like a guilty pleasure guy for me. Why is that? Uh, Why do you call him a, a guilty pleasure? I don't know, cause he just kind of like I don't even he doesn't he doesn't even seem like a guilty pleasure. Cause honestly, in my opinion, he's he's one of the mo- most consistent rappers in the game. Okay. And I 
I could put I could put him in my top ten, honestly, like of current guys. Okay. Uh, because all his projects, you know what you're gonna get. Uh, he releases a lot of projects, but his production's always up tempo enough to where he doesn't get stale. Uh, and this album, Forever Heartless, uh, it's just, it's it's good, man. It's 14 tracks. None of them are really bad. And he tries to, like, slow it down and kind of go a little more intimate a, a couple times. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't just, like, just go into R&B. You know what I mean? Like, it's still yeah. a rap song. It's just a little slower, a little more, mm-hmm. like, story-oriented. Uh, and it sounds good, man. There's it, this album is interesting because it doesn't really have a lot of hooks. Like the majority of these songs are just him, and if there's a feature, they're just rapping on it. Okay. Uh, and yeah, man, I had a lot of fun listening to it. Uh, all the songs bump like in the car, and just all his lines are like fun. He's kind of got like a faster two chains sound almost. Mm-hmm. Where he's a little more in rhythm, two chains, a little more consistent. The feet, I can see that. All the features here, like, are great. Gunna was was great because he was in it a little bit. Uh, City Girls sounded cool. I mean, you know, it's not really for me, but it sounded yeah. good. Uh, Offset yeah. was great. Uh, Lil Dirk, Lil Dirk was finally great on a feature. He's been kind of letting me down last few months. Uh-huh. Uh and and Black Youngster was just a revelation on uh Black Money. I was like I, like why a revelation? They just kept going and they and this was the only song where like they actually went back and forth a couple times. Mm-hmm. And it sounded really good, man, and they played off each other really well like you know when like you know the the artists that have worked together a bunch, they do that thing where they're the kind of couple lines there then the other guy gives a couple lines and they go back and forth like that yeah like dude they pulled that shit off flawlessly okay kevin gates was okay could have been a little better (laughs) kevin gates had a rough weekend (laughs) i mean mediocre weekend all right uh but yeah man if if i'm only recommending this to people who've already heard moneybag yo if anything check out his la leakers freestyle because mm-hmm. if if that's something you like to listen to, like that that freestyle will show you what kind of rapper he is. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, man, I I've been a fan of him, and this is just more of more of the shit that I like. Okay, that's good. That's fire. I respect it. Moneybag, he is consistent, man. He, I mean, every time I hear him, it doesn't sound any worse or. Sometimes it's better. If anything is better. Yeah, man. Like, none of his projects suck. None of his projects have, like, six to ten tracks that just I never want to hear again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that, it says a lot. Because there's a number of artists who are top tier who honestly can't do that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I listened to Skepta's Ignorance is Bliss. And Skepta is, uh, for those who don't know who he is, he is from the UK. He's a, um, you know, what they call grime. 
Uh, if you don't know what grime is, you should look it up before you listen to this album. Um, I've been very critical about Skepta's albums in the past, before we had the podcast. And uh, I think the last one I... Konnichiwa came out in 2016. And first listen, I liked it. And then slowly, I got more negative and negative about it. But um, this ignorance is bliss. I I really enjoyed it. I really did. I I was I was impressed with how much I enjoyed it. And um, it rounded out the weekend of pretty much all good music that I heard. Um, man. I don't re- I don't really know how to explain it because there's not a lot of UK rappers that like are in the spotlight in the US. Yeah. You know. So, um, if you have, you've never heard UK rap, it's hard to like, hard for me to explain it, but it is much different. It's very fast, high tempo, oftentimes, um, for some reason, a lot of UK rappers seem to like say the same kind of stuff, but then I think that's really just to us. I think American rappers do that shit too, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, I was about, I was about to say I think it's to us because yeah. I bet they say the same thing about right. American rappers. Um but you you just have to get past that when you're listening to him. Um It's a good project, man. I I won't, it's not flawless, not as good as uh Denzel Curry's album at all to me, but it's some really good songs. Some songs I've played on repeat since I finished the album. So I definitely I definitely recommend it. Check it out. Ignorance is Bliss by Skepta. And if you like Skepta, you'll definitely like this album for sure. Um, Dude, I haven't. My last experience with a UK rapper was uh, Written in the Stars by Tiny Tempa. Dude, <laughs> only the OGs will remember that hit. <laughs> Tiny Tempa. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Dude, I try to listen. I like that song so much. I try to listen to him, and I was just couldn't do it. What happened to him? He was, dude. He was terrible. <laughs> like that hit was was so good. But was he just terrible to us, or was he really terrible? Like, was he just terrible in dude, the U.S.? To me, to, when I listened to, I it was like an EP that I tried to listen to. Dude, he sounded yeah. so like offbeat. He is horrible. I don't know how he got so many people on his song. Yeah. Like on his, um, the features on his first album. Yeah. At the time, like all the features were relevant and, and kind of fire. I was surprised, but yeah, he sucks, man. Shout out to Tiny, though. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> Wherever you are. Shout out to him, though. <laughs> Wherever you are, you know, I hope you got a good job because... Music, music wasn't it. it. Nah, nah, music ain't it. Um, what else we got for music? Uh, that was it for me. Uh, did you hear the new Wale song? No. I, I think it came out today. Uh, I haven't heard it either, but we'll talk about it next time for sure. Uh, I'll, I'll play my gym now before we come back. Okay. Because there's some drama we can get into when we come back, so. This is, um, I'm going to play one off Skepta's album. This is Love Me Not featuring Cheb Rabby and Be Live. 
get right into it man did you see the miley cyrus groping thing whoa whoa no <laughs> in spain some dude just like attacked her man oh, kissing all on her God. and stuff yeah it's wild out here dude i feel like all these fucking clowns and these fucking animals who do that shit 
<laughs> they're giving like normal dudes a bad name. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, honestly, I feel like girls now are more paranoid than they were, like, you know, three, four, five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Probably. That's a selfish perspective. I realize that because, you know, obviously it's fucked up what's going on. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, it's, it's fucking irritating because, like, I don't know what these people's problem is. Like, I don't know what the, what happens throughout your life where, the word no doesn't click to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like it happens so fucking often, man. It does happen like crazy often. Definitely. Um, on a lighter note, uh, Jay-Z, first hip-hop billionaire as of today. Dude, it's crazy. I, I was shook. He's the 14th black billionaire? Yeah. I, dude, I don't know any of the other 13, as I don't think. Well, one of them just, you know, went to that school and paid, like, all the guys. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He paid for the tuition, right, at the speech? Yeah, he cleared everyone's debt. Yeah, dude, I was watching a late night thing. I think it was Colbert. And he was mm-hmm. just like, yo, like, what the fuck? Look at how high you set the bar now. <laughs> right. Out of nowhere, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> no one told him to do that. Yeah, but now all of a sudden, like, what the fuck? Dude, I'm not coming to give spe- speeches and fucking donating, like, or paying for everybody's tuition. Right, yeah. He's the only other one I that I know of, yeah. I guess. Um, that was yeah. crazy. It's, it's amazing that this... That Jay-Z did it coming from hip-hop, you know? I know uh, most of his money is outside of hip-hop, clearly. Because he's not even, like, the highest-selling hip-hop artist. I'm not sure if he ever was. But, but hip-hop um, opened up those all those other opportunities for him. Exactly. And, and the young guys to look at him and his path, his investing, you know, his investments, his, his decision-making, and, you know... See what it's like to turn your life around from something, you know, yeah. from where he was to where he is now. Um, he's made good business decisions for himself and for his family. And young guys need to learn that so they're not broke and performing the same hit at 40, you know, for no for chump change. Right. I, struggling to make yeah, new songs. Jay-Z, similar to LeBron and basketball, they... They're a very good example uh, based off what to, like, what to strive for. Yeah, and, and they have... How to carry strived, yourself. Right. And they've strived in their backup plans, you know? Yeah. That's the thing. Coming up in sports and basketball and stuff, they always tell you, oh, yeah, you know, you could get injured, your career could end, you need to have a backup plan, you need to go to school, you know all that kind of stuff and those guys made their own backup plans they didn't go to college so you know i need a backup plan and that's where the investments come in the the shows the tv shows the um real estate um you know restaurants all that stuff lebron's got the liverpool investment that shit's like quadrupled or whatever bro lebron isn't so much stuff i'm just i i'm just amazed he did a documentary on Canelo Alvarez for his last fight. Then he's 
you know, investing in soccer and he's investing in Blaze Pizza. Yeah. He has like new drinks coming out. He has another game show coming out. Like it's wild, man. I, it's crazy. Movies, everything. Yeah. And it's just it's just his money. And that's the thing. Once you get the money, you know, it's easy to once you have a lot of money, it seems like it's easy to maintain it if you do the right thing, you know? Yeah. Um, He's also, that school that he uh, opened up. Yeah. Popping off. Yeah. All the kids are like, their graduation rate's like insane. The grades in there are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the sports news, man. I mean... Music news. I don't really see anything. I'm excited for uh, Freddie Gibbs' album coming with somebody else, uh, with a DJ, I think, right, or like a Mad Mad Lib producer, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting, dude. I I I usually the producer artist combos have actually been been solid the last couple years. Yeah, they have. They have. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in that too. I um, like Freddie Gibbs' last project too. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It's good. Yeah, that, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting to see for sure. To hear him. L- Lil Nas X got an album coming apparently. No thanks. <laughs> Dude, we gotta listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start it. I'm not promising yeah, I'll, I'll give it like uh, 10 tracks if he can't impress me with 10 tracks what if it's only 10 tracks oh then you're good if it's <laughs> oh. at least at that point if it's trash you didn't give me too much of it right yeah yeah it better not be more than 45 minutes or hell I, no I might, not, I might not get to it I can't do this Old Town Road is still number one my God, I can't even stand hearing that song anymore. I went to New York last week, um, and my little cousins, they were singing. They know all the words. All of them. I don't even know all the words, right. and they know all the words. And I see the memes and everything. It's crazy. They were dancing to it and stuff. Two, four-year-olds. So, I, you know, it's like, it's the number one hit, man. He's a hit. He might be a one-hit wonder, but it's definitely probably a hit. song of the year, honestly. Yeah, I can't imagine like what could possibly come out unless Kendrick drops something crazy. But like, like mm. it'd have to be one of the top artists in whatever genre because you can't just—I don't think any other song could just pick up the the steam like this song did. Right. And Billy Ray Cyrus was such so clutch. Yeah. God, just as everybody's getting old, tired of the song, you fucking put a legendary country guy who murders it. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. Tyler the Creator is launching his tour with Goldlink and Jaden Smith and Blood Orange. You gonna go? No. <laughs> I'd rather go see Moneybag. Yeah, Moneybag's all over fucking touring. I might see Tyler. I might see what the tickets look like. If it's not crazy, I might go. Really just to see Gold Link, though. But, you know, it is what it is. I think his, uh, he should be announcing his his um, festival 
again soon. That sold out in like an hour last year. Because mm. I tried to get the tickets. I couldn't get them. Gone. But, uh, yeah. Uh, you know anything else coming out next week? Um, uh, no. I'm not sure. Maybe Jonas Brothers? Mm. Yeah, next week, Jonas Brothers. I'm right at it. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. I'm right at it for sure. What's what's next week? The seventh? Uh I think ninth. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. From from today, but I'm, I mean Friday. The Friday is the oh, yeah, yeah. seventh. Yeah. We'll see. Madonna's right. coming in a couple weeks. What is Madonna? <laughs> hey, I'm I'm gonna listen to Madonna. I am. I got to. Just I'll, to see what I'll try. If there's not too much out, I'll check it out. Yeah, that's true. You get anywhere in Homeland? <laughs> nah, I, no. I watched a couple more episodes, but I haven't finished season two okay. yet. No. Nah. No, nah, I keep getting sidetracked. My parents are ahead of me. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm about, like, I'm just coming up on the midway point of season three. And yeah. they told me season four is, like, bananas. <laughs> like, it's just super wild. I mean, dude, like, the part I am, like, it's just gotten so crazy. Yeah, it builds and builds and builds. Huh? And the show never loses, like, it doesn't become... You know, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but it doesn't become like cartoony or fake. You know what I mean? Like unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. It does keep its realism, um, from what I've seen so far. And and so. I was kind of sleeping on how good of an actress. Uh, I don't know her real name, Carrie. Claire. Claire uh, Danes. Danes. Yeah. Dude, she is phenomenal. She's a good actress. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't really seen her in much outside of Terminator 3, which isn't a good, you know, <laughs> it's not a good, good uh, first impression. Yeah, we're not talking about Terminator no. anymore. From now on. No, but you're right. Yeah, I've, I saw her in a couple things, but I can't even remember what they were. I just know I've seen her since then, but yeah. Uh, looks like I'm going to miss Godzilla, by the way. Why? Just because I don't think I'm going to have time this week, and then next week, uh, Dark Phoenix drops. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. After that, something else drops, I think. Priorities. Yeah, and I'm, I'm getting excited for... I saw the trailer for Ford versus Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Man, that looks good. It does look good. Matt, I haven't seen Matt Damon in a while, too. <laughs> Matt Damon's been missing. Am I... Last time I saw him was in fucking Thor Ragnarok. You remember that joke <laughs> cameo he had? Yeah, wasn't that movie um this when he was small? Wasn't that since then? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, downsizing. Yeah, I didn't watch that. It was trash. Really? <laughs> yeah. Trash. Dude, I rewatched in in by accident. It was kind of on TV. Mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones, Star Wars, <laughs> Episode Two. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst Dude, one to me. Like I understand the people who hate one more, 
but like to just do your like really sit down and watch two one more time. I don't understand how people hate one at all, to be honest. But two is by far that's the one I skip sometimes, honestly. And like, why well, I don't see what the point of even watching that one is. It's it's so bad, dude. I'm surprised Hayden Christensen managed to find another job. Does he have a job? I mean, like he's popped up in movies, a lot of like very... shitty straight to DVD movies, but. Yeah, I was about to say very spotty. He was in uh, he was in that fucking ensemble with Paul Walker and then Ti with Chris Brown. I remember what was that fucking movie? That was like ten years ago, though. I mean, it was after (laughs) Star Wars. Yeah, Takers. Uh, Yeah, I mean, right after though, not not long after, um, the third one, Sith. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Jumper. Jumper oh yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. I don't know why Jumper. It was supposed to get a sequel. I guess it just didn't make that much money. It should have got a sequel. I like that. Movie. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. It was my favorite movie at that time. Honestly, yeah, I had a lot of fun watching it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll wrap it up and get out of here. We'll uh, be back probably. Probably after the next game, before game four. Okay. So that that's Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, okay. we'll we'll we could do like little short episodes for the game breakdowns. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Until then, see. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Yep. Uh, play a little Wale on our way out. Great throwback choice, by the way. For sure. Shout out to Marvin Gaye. Love you, then I hate you, then I love you again. Hate you, then I love you, then I hate you again. Love.
as the city gets cold As you reach your goals, you gon' meet you some foes Haven't been a well on it since I'm dreaming to own But for now, me and my homies see the bottom float I'm trying to redefine the culture, renovate the soul Women in town, but I'm man up for state and there go I see potential in John, talk to him once a week Media targets in our city and this week I lost a lot of friends, and they ain't even dead When I was on my way up, why you ain't see the stairs? Lord Father, if I opted to follow them My heart would tear for my dreams, let me know that you here And it's weird when I'm anywhere with too many heads Niggas jealous to never tell it until they stare How could you blame us, envy? We do the same thing for a living Know the same niggas, but they all commend me Champagne, I'ma spill it till we all fill out Maybe it stop me from giving a fuck about opinions And probably not, but I'm temporarily out of physics And tell the post-silly propaganda to politicians Only time, only time